Hello, 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 everyone, and welcome back to the Death Drop Podcast. Where are we? Episode four? Four. Four. Where are we? Episode four. four. We're so close to having episode five. Um, once again, it's Chopsticks here, and... Miss Apocalypse is right here. Um, I think this week we've kind of, like, had a lot of stuff going on. I feel like that's how we start every episode, because last week it was technical difficulties. This week, I feel like it's just been a lot of personal issues and just world drama, um... Except for the fact that super exciting that President Joe Biden, we can now actually say that, has finally been elected, or not elected. Inaugurated. um, Inaugurated, yep. He's our president. Yes, thank goodness. Um, Along with the fact the very first woman, Madam Vice President. Yep. Or Vice President. Yep, yep, Vice President. Not First Lady. um, With our first second first second gentleman, um, Doug. I think he's so cool. I'm so excited. so that's exciting news, I think, like to celebrate yeah. this week. Positive. Um, yeah, I think that the LGBTQ plus community has kind of been holding their breath this past mm-hmm. four years with um, our former president. Um, and so I think it's just like been a breath of like fresh air. Yeah. And like I feel like our world has kind of all just. Reset. Yeah, it's like a nice reset. We've all been rejuvenated. Um, really excited to hopefully have 2021 be a really good start to the year. Um, what else is there? What else crazy things happen? Oh, if, if some of you that follow my own personal Instagram page, um, I told everyone and posted a picture about the fact that I just got my wisdom teeth out. So, um, I might look a little funny today. I feel like I do. I mean, I try my best with all my makeup and everything, but, um, I'm still super sore, swollen. I look a little puffy. Contour did help a lot, but I still feel like kind of weird all up in here. Um, but aside from that, I feel like that's like kind of the news for the week. Yeah. We did see, um, the article on Soju. Yes. Yes. Super sad. Um, it just showed up. I think it was reported about a day ago. So it's all fresh right now. Um, but it looks like there's some sexual allegations going on, um, that's against Soju. Um, which, I mean, our hearts go out to all the alleged victims, um, and just, the whole thing. I mean, it'll be interesting to see what transfolds here in the next couple days. Um, but it seems like a lot of allegations have come up, showing up on Twitter as to some, yeah, just sexual allegations against Soju. So, super sad. We'll continue to follow it. Yeah, we'll, we'll follow f- it and, and we'll add report that it. In. Yeah. yeah, we'll report it here. Hopefully, we'll have some news next week. Hopefully, um, you know, these allegations aren't all true. I mean, Soju is someone that I absolutely adore and have been following and really inspired my look. Um, and especially being Asian, it just like, I just connected with her. And so, um, be really sad if that's the case. We hope that it isn't. I mean, I like to still think yeah. positive and um, innocent until proven guilty. So, hopefully, we'll find some, yeah, hopefully we'll see what happens. Hopefully, fingers crossed. Yeah, we're, we're praying for everyone. So, you know, our hearts are with everyone, Soju, and all the victims. Um, so, let's get into this week's episode. Yes. I feel like there's a lot to talk about. We finally have the coming together, the winners, queens, and the pork chop ladies. With that comes our first elimination. We actually yes. have a girl gone. I know, so sad. So, spoiler alert! <laughs> um, oh. Goodbye to Miss Kamora. Miss Kamora Hall. That means I'm I lost one on. So my, did I. Yeah, we both, we both lost one on our top four. So queen. yep. Um, so sad. But I do think it's important to point out that, especially with this cast now more mm-hmm. than ever for me, um, thinking about that when they when they get eliminated, 
it's not that they're bad queens. Right. <laughs> it's that they so just true. didn't excel at that challenge. Acting was not Kimura's strong suit. Or dancing <laughs> right. from the last week's episode. Exactly. But if if they, had they switched around to like looks or runway, I think she would have easily stayed in longer. But I agree. They piled the talent piece on right away. And so they should, right? Like, we're looking at, like, a really fierce group of queens this season, and it only makes sense. I mean, it's sad to see any queen leave. Like, especially, I think we said this from day one. Like, this season is full of so many great, amazing queens that, like, any of them leaving is really tragic. Um, But I totally agree with you, Miss Apocalypse. Like, I think at this point in the game, um, everyone better have their best heel forward. Um, and unfortunately, like, we said this last week, Kamora's just beautiful, like, beautiful, like, and I wish I could have her look any day of the, you know, any day of the week, um, and probably twice on Fridays when I'm watching RuPaul, but, um, she really just, she was lacking it, I mean, um, her iconic, iconic line, just couldn't pull it off um no matter all the hints from um ross and just all the takes it just like she just like lacked that oomph yeah um but then i like held up hope for the end of the episode that maybe she'll come back in the lip sync and she just got destroyed it was sad to watch (laughs) oh my goodness like understatement i felt so like just I felt like she was like an amateur. Like I felt like she was a new queen on the stage there. The thing is, I feel like to be fair to Kamara, I think anyone who went against Denali was gonna look that way. Yeah. She was absolutely phenomenal. That was one by far one of the best lip syncs, I think. I think so too. I totally agree. Like I she by far killed it. Um, definitely gonna be if we ever do a top ten lip sync battle. Definitely gonna be on there. But um, she just pulled out all the moves, move after move after move after move, and she worked like oh my god with a capital W with like fifty exclamation marks <laughs> afterwards. Like work queen, like that's the definition of like lip sync. Like definitely, she and, was she she was so hungry to stay there. <laughs> oh, she proved that she belonged there, and. The sad part about it was that Kamora used the excuse, and I hate to say it because she is one of my favorite queens, but she used the excuse that, like, her dress, her gown, her yeah. train, everyone, everything constricted her. But it was like, okay, do something. Rip something off. Like, really give her. And yeah. I think she just held back. Like, she held back, and she just held back. And I know she admitted that to the judges. Yeah. Um, but sometimes you just got to take a chance and go for it. Because if you want to prove that you are here to win the crown, you gotta just put it all out there. Exactly. And I think this season more than ever, that should be apparent. I mean, the very first episode, Kimura thought she was eliminated. Actually, and yeah. And so they know what the stakes, that the stakes were high. And I right. feel like... She came in, in the from yeah. the pork chop lounge already. So it's like, hello. Like, she should have been hungrier to stay. Exactly. Like everyone else is. Um... But speaking of the lip sync challenge, um, or battle, I mean, I think that this week solidified our little battle about whether or not Denali or Simone would take it. I think that Denali set the bar. I think Denali showed it time and time again that, like, she is a force to be reckoned with. I think she is a lip sync assassin. Um, And I think she would kick Simone's butt all the way back to Detroit. 
I don't know if that's where she's from, but I just remember Arkansas. the judges. Arkansas. Oh, shit. I was so far off. <laughs> Actually, I have people that live in Arkansas. Oh, damn. Um, either way, I mean, I really think that this week solidified it. Did it change your I view? Mean, I Simone, mean, last week you said she, you fell asleep watching her, yeah. so I think, I mean, All someone's I'm being shady is, here. Uh, Simone won her challenge. She didn't have to go in the bottom. Okay. But. She actually got praised. She won the whole thing. Okay, hmm. you know, we're not Kiss talking about, <laughs> we're not talking about... Uh, Their actual performance. Well, hey, Denali performed with a capital P. After she couldn't perform. <laughs> you know, she definitely Champion runner-up for sure. <laughs> oh, I love you, but I hate you at the same time. <laughs> um, she definitely, definitely, I mean, I think we can go right into it then. Like, she def Denali bit off more than she can chew for the Rue... Hollywood, Holly, how to Holly Hollywood? Hallmark Channel, right? Hallmark Channel, that's right. <laughs> Which I'm wearing my Hallmark Channel shirt, like I said, I would every to you guys last week. Um, also because I feel like shit, so I'm like, I'm not gonna just try to put on anything today. I think the most I got was like my face and hair. So, um, this is a sleeping shirt. Figured it'll work, but kind of paying tributes to the episode, so I think it's yes. really, really fitting. But what do we think about the three groups? Like, Mama Rue. Oof. <laughs> wow. Wow. She knew what she wanted to do for this episode. Yes. She knew and she totally set up the groups. I think they were so perfectly paired up. Um, and it was everyone kind of like had a chance to show what they got and if they're worthy to stay. And I think that's what made it exciting. It wasn't like everyone with big personalities or everyone that was shy or all your dancers, all your actresses. Um, it was a nice, diverse group with lots of different personalities, but all that actually complemented each other. Yeah. So, like, I really enjoyed it. I thought it was... This was one of the most fun challenges to watch. I think, mm -hmm. especially when you're bringing these personalities together, I think the way that Mama Roo split them up was so entertaining. I thought there was going to be actually more drama than there actually was. Yeah. Um, which I actually appreciated because you got to see, like, we have our new clique. We have yes. Tina, Gottmik, and I'm... Um, and Candy Muse. Candy. I forgot my girl Candy. She, yeah. There's too many people in that one. So many people. But that was the disadvantage. We I think we saw... Because Tamisha was on that Tamisha team. was on the team. And Joey. Those two mm -hmm. kind of got lost. I mean, yeah. Tamisha definitely stepped up, I think, I in the final I was shocked. Show. I was shocked at the... F when they did the final filming, I was super shocked because I actually... Like, they kind of... The, the producers kind of made it seem like Tamisha was going to be on the bottom. Yeah. But then when I saw the actual final clip of it, I was really impressed. Like, she did yes. definitely pull it through. Joey, I mean... Uh, I, I, I don't know what I think about Joey. I mean, I'm still on the fence mm -hmm. with her. I think that her looks and everything are just fabulous. But, like, something's missing. I just, I really hope that she's not up for the chopping block next week because she's got to give it. She's really got to give more. Um, I mean, her looks and everything are fabulous. But, yeah, like, I agree. Like, I think the click was one thing. But then, yeah, you had Tamisha and then you had Joey. And um, that, by far, definitely was one of my favorites, yeah. I think. Like, out of the whole three um, groups. Yeah, I think so. I think to kind of to make that point, Joey would have been on the bottom had Kamara and Denali not drawn so much yes. attention to how yes. bad they were. Yes, I agree. I totally agree with that. And um, I'm glad he was yeah. saved or she was saved um, because definitely want to see more um, in the weeks to come. 
But yeah, like I was, I was really surprised. That group yes. was amazing. Um, speaking of Candy Muse, first of all, um, I know we're jumping ahead because we're kind of started at the back, like the ending of the episode and moving forward. <laughs> but like, I can't stress enough um, how amazing Candy looked oh at the first scene when they came out. Clearly, this was filmed right after. Yeah, the what was up with that editing? <laughs> yeah, that was really weird. But it came right after the porch hop ladies had their their, their um their day and night look. I think it was, or was it their lip? That sync? Was, I think that was their phenomenon. One. You're right. It's sorry. Yep. yep, you're right. So it was after they did their lip sync whole yep. phenomenal. Um, that was their final. Yep, runway. final performance. And then they clearly brought the winner's queen back and told them just to come and dress. Um, and how amazing. Oh my god, I can't Candy. stress enough. Oh my god. Candy Muse is blowing me away. She wasn't on my top four at all. And I, our top, yeah, my top four at all. And um, she's really surprising me. And I don't just, I don't agree with the judges for no. the runway this week. Not at all. I thought that Candy proportionalized, proportionalized, proportionalized. Like, I think she looked amazing. I thought that her hips, her, um, her hips, her body, her boobs, her overall look. The hair, everything. The hair, yeah. Makeup was yeah. so flawless. The glass, hourglass-shaped body, like, she knew how to proportionalize. And I think if Eureka was on this season or critiquing, she would be really happy with it. Yeah. Um... And then, but going back to that first look, right? Yeah. With the cowboy hat, oh the little open shoulder, like, girl. She was so stunning. She I want to see that episode or that challenge. Yeah. Like, or was I it just like, why. hey guys, come on in to the workroom? Right. Just whatever. And then maybe that whatever look is what makes her, um, you know, more comfortable mm -hmm. and she's just more her. I don't know, but do you guys agree? Like, I, let us know if you guys agree with that because I really was a huge fan yes. and I was so impressed with her and how she looked and I think she was hilarious, hilarious this week for like just in her acting and just being the clown and just being uh, the whoopee cushion and like... I just, I loved it. I loved it all. I think, yeah, I might have to say that I'm, I'm a little sad at myself and disappointed that I might not have put her, but we'll see. I'm, I'm still rooting for the three queens that I got on my top four. I'm, speaking of that, I'm really starting to get, as much as I love it, I'm worried about uh, the click. Just because, you know, we had Rolaska Talks and back in season five, was it? Five? And yeah. we had season five. Season five and All Stars 2, I think. Yeah, yeah. They brought him back for the shadiness. And, of course. And I remember Michelle made a big deal about, you know, when you're in a clique, they'll bring you down. And I get True. worried. I don't think Candy and Tina are going to do that. Yep. I think that's too... But I'm worried about Gottmik. Yeah. That's my girl, and I do not... Pronouns, I know I'm... As a queen. Yes, girl, yes, I don't want to yes. get read for that. One. I know. But, oh... But I do worry about Gottmik because I don't want her to get kind of pulled underneath those two personalities. Yeah. And she was the one who wants to help everyone. Yes, yes. I just don't want to see her fail. I know, and I agree. And, like, you know, when you have a clique with two big, big personalities, so like with Candy and Tina, um, it's easy to get lost and in the mix, right? Queens. Right, right. <laughs> so, yeah, it'll definitely be interesting to see. I mean, I'm... I mean, they're amazing. I love all the queens. Yeah. I think it's awesome that, like, there's definitely major friendships forming. Yeah. Um, 
and it'll be interesting to kind of see as like the week progresses and the season progresses what happens to it but I agree I mean something for us to watch and see what happens and we'll just kind of keep following it I mean yes. um, maybe the producers themselves too would um, but who else surprises this week on the challenge I mean I feel like there was so many highs and lows um, I think Simone Simone shocked Simone us again was so f- perfect I mean her acting the, her interpretation of the train with the do-rag. Oh, my I mean, goodness. it's so hard to not see the raw talent that she has. And I think Simone is just so many layers that we're not even going to see in one season. I agree. And, you know, you said something when we were watching it um, last night, how she reminded you of a, a younger Rue. version. Yeah, baby <laughs> yes. Rue. Like... I don't know if you guys agree. Like, I didn't see it at first because this isn't the first time you said that. You've right. you said it a couple times as we're watching it. And so this time, though, it really clicked. When Mama Ru was talking with yes. the group, um, you know, was it a day of Flag Day or a Celebrating Flag Day or whatever their um, little episode was called? Um, and they were talking to Simone, and Simone was just kind of like really cracking up the jokes. Yes. And then plus Eureka, um, not Eureka, Eureka, oh my God, which we'll get to so her right funny. after this. But I agree. Like I think Simone, for the first time this whole season, and we're only on episode four. I do agree. I I kind of see little glimpses of Baby Rue. Yeah. Like I think Rue has... sees it in her too. Mm-hmm. Like because now I think this. Yeah, you brought up a good point. I think this is like the second episode now where Rue has had a very, I think, genuine heart-to-heart with yes, Simone, where it's yes. like she's talking to her younger self. I feel, yes. <laughs> I get that sense so much. Yes, I agree. I do, too. And, like, there's something about it. I, you know, I didn't think so um, two episodes ago about yeah. Simone, but I will agree, and I will eat my words, um, but I will agree that I do think that Simone definitely has, like, the it factor, yes. and I think that there's something special about her. Yes. Um, so we'll wait and see. I mean, there's a lot of special queens out there this season. Um, so we'll see how she kind of plays out against everyone else. But um, speaking of Utica, hilarious. All her various looks. I need to take Love all those her. looks that she gave to uh, Mama Ru and, like, put them in a meme or something because she was so funny. Have you smoked pot before? And her, that, oh, my Everything. God. I, mean, I if, was losing it. <laughs> losing it. If I didn't have, like, a locked jaw and I wasn't all locked up last night watching it, I think I would have, like, busted, a, like, a stitch. Like, that's my new line this weekend. I feel like I've been busting stitches all night, all weekend. Um, but, yeah, like, she was hilarious. So awesome oh. to watch. And she's so quirky, and I love it. Like, I just love, like, the quirkiness about her and, like, the just weird, like, I don't know what I'm going to get from you this season. I don't know what I'm going to get from you for your looks. Um, I thought that her train look was really good. Yeah. Um, It was really unique, of course, right? Um, But, like, yeah, she's just funny. She's really funny. Um, So funny. Yeah. It'll be interesting. I, I, I don't know what I think about her quite yet still. Like, I think I love her personality. But I, it'll be interesting to see how she plays out for the season. Yes. Um, because, yeah, and then especially with the sewing challenge next week, right? We yes. saw that in the preview. So, like, I think she's a queen that I want to watch and keep my eye on because I do think that she makes a lot of her own gowns. Yes, she's a huge Yep, yeah, huge sewer. sewer. So I think, like, between her and Tamisha, I'm really curious, right? Two drastically different styles totally of design. different styles. totally different style but like the best part about it though is that they both sew they have completely amazing creative creativity um and they bring something different to the runway and they're both i wouldn't say that like 
the, not the strongest queen that I think about, mm -hmm. but when you get them in their element, they shine. Yeah, 100%. You're not, I think that's a good point. They don't necessarily stand out, but there's no way you can mentally write them off. Right, exactly. <laughs> um, totally agree with that. And speaking of Tan uh, Tamisha, I have to say her runway gown of the train. Yes. To die for. Oh my oh god. Oh my god. Yeah. And, and you're I both just, just mouth open wanting it. <laughs> so yes, bad. I know. The color, the pink. And I do and I remember saying this when we were watching it. I love the fact that Tamisha doesn't really rely on like the girly girl dress yes. gown or like the short like she just reminds me of like a professional so queen mom like yes. she is here to represent all like the matriarchs of each of the houses yes. um you clearly can see a lot of class with her the just full-on suit pant dress pant yes. suit um whole thing works for her and it looks amazing it looks sexy but yet classy and um, well i think it's how she carries herself she does very right. carry when she's on that runway i think she brings a different like a very experienced presence yes. with her and we'll, she knows how to style that personality mm -hmm. which if that makes I sense agree. I agree. she knows totally it, yeah because she knows if she did camp it wouldn't fit with her yes how she shows herself yes yes absolutely i totally agree with that and crazy that she um told her story about her her yes. like her family and the fact that she has three kids like wow wouldn't have guessed that um but so amazing and that her name came from her first daughter awesome. like it's so beautiful so beautiful i love that story and it's like i i just can't wait to hear more stories i feel like there hasn't been told enough like we've seen the got part and it seemed like they now that they've talked about it it kind of just never came back up again yeah um so now we have tamisha talking about hers so i'm interested to see kind of what other queens have some stories because i think that is really what gives them that extra oomph to like really fall oh, in yeah. love with them and to really follow them and really just be rooting for them and um so it'll be interesting to see i'm excited for utica's story just for yeah, as being a midwest actually. midwest queen um and growing up in the midwest I'm really interested, and we found out that um, Utica is very religious. Yeah. So I think I want to know more about Utica's journey and story because she's yes. very confident in her own who she is, yeah. which is refreshing. It's cool super, to see that balance. Super, super refreshing. And you know, most of the time we all know like religion and mm -hmm. LGBTQ plus community. Sometimes clash sometimes most of the time do and so maybe Utica will bring a different perspective yes. to that and that'll be a really cool discussion to have um, for that episode once we yes. finally get to that part um, I really hope that the producers and I feel like they will really go so. and explore it because it is I mean it's controversial but, but it's given also, how the political environment has been, girl, they need yes, to. Yes, they do. <laughs> and I think that it would just be really cool to just hear the story. And, I mean, I know for one, I'm really invested, mm -hmm. and I would really like to hear about it and how that came to. Um, but, yeah, like, completely agree. I'd like to just see what uh, the queens have, what each of the other queens, what their story is, because that is really what ends up drawing you to them. And Right. Um, That's what builds fan base, is yeah. not necessarily how well you do, but how, who you are. Yeah, and right. who you connect with. And like, and I think that that's, yeah, for sure. Like some of our biggest queens have the biggest stories. Like Angina, till this day, is going to be someone that I always will hold so close to my heart. Yes. Just because of her journey. Um, and then, of course, being Asian. I'm sorry, I'm biased. Like, <laughs> um, But like, I think that that's what's really unique, yes. unique about it. And so 
you know, Utica, we're waiting for you. Yeah, so then I guess who else do we have left? What other things happened on the episode that reminded us? The Elliot hiding. And yes. coming out for the other pork chop yes, girls who thought yes. they eliminated her. Yes. And Tamisha barks back. <laughs> True. Um, hilarious that they did that and had Elliot sit back there. Oh, yeah. And on a side note, how funny is it that we saw some memes come out before, I mean, I'm sure it'll be before we post our episode, with the Bernie Sanders behind there with Elliot. I think that was hilarious. I love it. Um, but yes, that whole shabako oh was so funny. Um, <laughs> and I think all the pork top girls were really shocked. Yeah. And I think they weren't too happy about it. No, I don't think so. I think we're, I think that's just unfolding. I think, mm-hmm. I don't know. It's going to be interesting to see what the trends look like for all the pork, pork chop girls and how they me- mesh with, or don't, with Elliot and the yes. winners. Mm-hmm. I, I'm really excited to see how that's going to change. Right, and Elliot's kind of that weird little limbo, right? Because she's was previously a pork chop, now a winner, and even like made one like her that yeah. week. I mean, didn't win the lip sync challenge, but like still was like top look and top queen of the week. Yeah, so, Ross like, said you deserve to be here. Yeah, I so mean, like um, it'll be really interesting. I do agree. Um, and then on a side note. Um, on a personal note with him, he got injured. He had posted that on Instagram. He got a little cut on his um, eyebrows. So hopefully everything, we're sending you well wishes. Mwah, mwah, mwah. Hopefully you'll be a speedy recovery. Um, luckily, you know, the filming happened quite some months ago. So it's not like we're going to see it on the episode. <laughs> um, but I mean, even, yeah, I, it'll be interesting to see. I really feel like there's a little bit more to give with Elliot. So yes. I want to see what that is. Um, and we'll kind of go from there. Yeah. But what did you think about Kimora's I can't stand the voice of Ellie? <laughs> I, I love laugh. that moment. Like, this is my, like, can't really laugh, but, like, really want to laugh kind of face right now with my whole mouth situation. Um, hilarious. I actually really like Elliot's voice. Like, I think it's kind of cute and, like, just kind of, I don't know. It's just kind of high schooler, I guess, maybe. maybe that's yeah. Why. I just, I mean. Very it, animated. Very animated. Um. I will say, though, and I know we talked about this um, a few episodes ago, Elliot does definitely remind me of Derek Barry. Yes. And I could totally see why they were going to have, like, Elliot fill I, in for Derek yes. um, for the Vegas show. Um, because I think, yeah, there's a lot of similarities between the two. Not the looks, though, because I will say, like, I find Elliot a little bit better than Derek. Yes. But this week, watching Elliot be the fairy with the whole pink little gown and the hair and the whatnot, I really... Um, saw Derek. I saw Derek, yeah. A lot. A lot. And so that was really kind of like, uh, I don't know. But when, yeah, when Kamara said that, like, the first thing that went through my mind was like, haha, Derek. Yes. Um, <laughs> so that's interesting. Speaking of hair, though, I quick, quick note, um, super disappointed in Lala Ree and yes. her hair for that this was... week. Um, seeing the lace top, like, yes. with wigs, and I know we talked about the wigs last episode, um, and it's a hard thing, right? It's really yeah. hard to find wigs, some really good wigs. There's a lot of, like, testing trial and error. I know Miss Apocalypse and I both have our favorites and mm-hmm. both that we don't. I mean, the one you have on right now... Is not cooperating it? with me, yes. Yeah, well, aside from that. But, like, you got this on Amazon, right? Yeah, it's super cheap wig. Yeah, but and still looks great. About Lala's um, whole wig ordeal was that you could see the lace line, 
Um, and like from you know all of our listeners and our viewers, like there's various different types of wigs, and we're by no means at all pros. I'm still learning. If you are a wig maker or you know more, please, please shoot us some more information. Or if you want to collab, um, we'd be happy to throw some discount codes out if we can get some collaborations or um, even do some reviews on it. But I mean, I know myself, I was really blown away by the various different mm -hmm. types of wigs. Um, and I didn't really know about the whole lace front until I kind of went to um, Merle Norman and got some wigs there and I got really educated on it. But yeah, like with Lala's, I was so disappointed because her whole outfit, I feel like for that whole act, was so just flat. Mm -hmm. It wasn't very good, right? No, between like the skirt and then seeing her like panty line and like, um, or undergarment. Um, and then with like the acting itself and then with the lace on for the wig like and yes. nothing blended in like it was really disappointing i i agree i thought that would have been acceptable for a like mini challenge yeah right yeah exactly but exactly that was for I mean, she knew it was gonna be filmed too so mm -hmm. i don't yeah, no, I, I totally agree. And yeah, so I mean, that was a whole thing, but pretty cool though that you got your wig from Amazon. I mean, I actually really mm -hmm. dig it and like, I think it looks great. Yeah, it's kind of, so we're trying, kind of trying some new looks for Apocalypse. I think she is, yeah, yeah, she, um, definitely been in the last, you know, Got Mix makeup inspired me actually. I was trying to do a tutorial, which I could not do, but I was doing it and instantly reminded me of, kind of fusing both worlds of punk and glam rock music right. into drag and doing a different look. So yeah. it's going to be changing. Um, you can see on my TikTok and Instagram that there's some... Mm -hmm. um, I'm starting to post a little bit more teasers. Uh, we're trying to hopefully put some more content out too. I know. So. We're still working <laughs> on it. And it's hard because I will say, like, for me, myself, um, I have a full-time day job that is very separate from doing girl drag. I guess that's kind of the mm -hmm. new word I figured out this week. I'm sorry if I should have known this before. Um, and I wouldn't even say I'm really draggy just because of the fact that like, I still t tend to like tone it down a little bit as chopsticks. I, I still haven't gone all out yet. Maybe by the end of all this and as we continue to grow with our, our yeah. seasons um, and our episodes that maybe I'll get more comfortable with it. But yeah, so having a full-time job um, and just that's really separate from the world of drag and not one in which I can really combine just because of what I do. There's um, a lot of confidentiality stuff involved and just a lot of things that really I, those two worlds just can't combine and meet at this moment. Um, so it's hard to like really get on to quick drag, put on something and then get on to um, social yes. media. So I've really been loving the filters. I mean, I know I did one last week. Um, on our um, Instagram page where I was making ramen, of course, because, um, hello, I'm Chopsticks. Like, obviously, I love ramen. Um, but um, where I got to use the Gottmik filters. And so, like, for all of our viewers, our fans, our followers, subscribers, if you guys got any filters that you personally make, please hit us up because we'd love to use some. I would love to use them because, honestly, that's really what I'm going to be having to do and rely upon during the weekdays to send out some content because I really won't be able to get into all of this um, and while I have my full-time job and a little mm -hmm. mini chops at home that just has been on a tear. So, um, but I thought it was really interesting that we kind of talk about that journey, like in terms of finding Miss Apocalypse. I feel like, yeah, I mean, I think that one of the main reasons we started Death Drop Pod was not only to talk about RuPaul's 
drag race and all things drag and celebrating the world of drag and LGBTQ plus um, communities, but also to really kind of talk about your journey, right? Yeah. And like to kind of discover Miss Apocalypse and discover kind of what it's like to start from beginning to end. Right. And so we talked about wigs last week. Now with this week, we're talking a little bit about like discovering your look, look and who you are and your brand. And I think what was cool is as an outsider watching in and kind of being part of this process with you is to kind of see how like how the things and your hobbies and your interests has really inspired your look. Yeah. Um, and I thought that was cool too because you also have been watching a lot of Dragula. Yes, I will be doing a video on the entire series and the special for um, Boulet Brothers Dragula. Yes. And I haven't watched it myself personally, but I've heard a lot about it. I've like seen clips here and there whenever Miss Apocalypse is watching it. Um, and I just kind of like, I'm really blown away by it. I'm not a really like gory kind of girl. Like I'm really scared of horror movies. Um, I, yeah, I mean, I'm like the one that like covers my face and be like, tell me when it's over because I don't want to see it. Like that's, that's me. So, um, I mean, but I was really impressed with the looks. Um, Really impressed with the set by the um, by the brothers. What are they? Yes, Bou the Boulay brothers. Yes, the Boulay brothers. The production value. Was, yes, when we were watching the resurrection show on Shutter, their special this uh, October. I thought it, we and you were kind of watched. Yeah, we watched most of it, and just I think the yeah the production everything said a story, which was yeah. refreshing versus the pageant runway yes. style yes. show. And the nice thing about drag and all thing you know all things drag is that there is something for everyone right yes. and so like it is neat to be able to see and it is really refreshing such a great word for it that you have like the rupaul looks the pageant looks like the just high fashion and then you have like the boulet brothers with um dragula and just kind of the very horror. different yeah like day and night really really essentially day and night looks and <laughs> um it's been really cool and like i guess like I would be interested in knowing, like, how much of that did you draw inspirations from mm -hmm. versus Rue? I'd say a lot of it was Gottmik, honestly. Really? Why yes. is that? Just, I like Gottmik's feeling of something otherworldly as hmm. a character. That's interesting. I like that. Versus the Dragula girls, I don't, I don't get much of, like, a sense of who they are. It's more them taking on scary roles. Right. But you are a huge horror fan. Right. I'm a huge so, horror fan. So yes. I, I feel like that's part of it. I'm very critical about when I see, watch it. Yep. It feels sometimes too intentionally horror. Yeah. That makes sense. And I think it's fun to watch, but I don't look up to it. Like, I don't, I don't get anything. It's like, okay, right, that's your right. brand. Like, you're doing that. Yeah. Um, which to me is also translated, okay, you're trying to be like Hellraiser. You're trying to be like another horror movie, right? Right, I can that's see fair. the references too clearly. Really? Sometimes. Okay. And see, and I've never watched those, so, like, I have no idea. I'm, like, watching them being like, ugh, gross, right. uh, no. Um, no idea. Like, I'm such a little, like, sheltered little girl. It's really sad, but. And I think that's um, one of, yeah, one of the things that, I enjoy so much about was watching or doing the Gottmik makeup and mm -hmm. researching Gottmik prior to watching the season was she had a photo shoot of her in the Kiss makeup. Oh Kiss my inspired. God, yes. And I've, I'm a huge Motley Crue Kiss 80s glam fan, fan. And so kind of watching that, I was like, okay, if this, if she can make it onto Drag Race yeah. with 
this aesthetic, but I didn't know anything about her character. I didn't know anything right. about how she appears, and yeah. it's kind of cool because she doesn't have one yet. She's kind of developing yeah, it. Yeah, I agree, which series. is crazy because I mean, if you watch her bef- like her Instagram page, and now like I'm following, her, I knew nothing yeah. about her, right? No, as I told you guys on episode one, I came into this season when knowing none of the queens. I didn't follow any of them. I didn't reach research them because we knew we were gonna do this podcast. Mm-hmm. I wanted to come in with, like, a fresh set of eyes, kind of being, like, you know, if I was just another person searching a podcast or was interested, um, being able to relate to those listeners and followers and viewers and subscribers that we have. So I knew nothing about Godmake. But now watching her Instagram and seeing it, like, she does have a brand that she kind of brought into yeah. RuPaul and to the Drag Race. Yeah. Um, but yet her character is developing. Like, you're totally yeah. right about that. She's not dead. It's not... She's not coming in like Katina Burner, where that brand is no, so clearly right, defined right, that yes, you can yes. predict it. <laughs> right. Yeah, and we did see a little bit of that Tina Burner-ish kind of mm-hmm. brand come out in this week's challenge as well. Like, you know, and with the train that she had, like, that was definitely very... I mean, I love the conductor look. I'm, I was waiting for someone. I was oh actually hoping that someone was going to have, like, one of those, like, mini trains that were, like, really for go their train. Out. Yeah, like, go around and around. Like, But then I was like, okay, that would be a little bit hardcore and too much work for just a short period of time that they have to get ready. But I'm, like, totally digressing here. Um, yeah, like, I think that it is really interesting to see. So you drew a lot from mm-hmm. Gottmik's story to give you inspiration. Yes. And, like, what is the hardest thing, do you think, right now about trying to figure out who Miss Apocalypse is? Like, well, what's the biggest struggle? Like, if someone, one of our viewers or listeners, right. is starting their drag process, what would you say is, like, in the past few weeks has been, like, the toughest thing about finding out who Miss Apocalypse is? So, outside of drag, I have a very similar professional life to where I can't really show a lot of who I am, right? right? And so the appeal for me was kind of like the heroes, like like Kiss, like a lot of those bands did, mm-hmm. right? To be an incognito and to yes. really channel your character. And I think it was kind of a mixture of Gottmik's um, aesthetic and then listening to Lawrence Chaney in season two of Drag Race UK. I've been oh, watching, following yes, along with yes. that. Yes, we're going to definitely do, I think, yes. I'm still a little behind, but I totally want to watch the UK season yeah. because there is a lot of really, really amazing, talented queens. Yes. Um, like I said last week, I threw out the name Ahora. Ahura. I started following her on Instagram and I'm blown away by it. So like, I really do think we are going to do yeah. a little like maybe segment in our next week's episode um, about the UK. Kind of catching up because yeah. it's only two, two episodes right, in. Right, right. Um, but sorry, go ahead. Going yeah, back to like, yeah. To Lawrence Cheney, one of the things that she had done and she has a very dramatic everything i love her she's my favorite queen right now yep but since the first episode and second one she's very vulnerable and she said there's a part of drag and i'm going to butcher this quote but she says um there's a part of drag where that you don't want to take off because if you take it off you're not going to be that person anymore Hmm. and that kind of helped me rethink it versus trying to be you know just a person dressed up in drag. Right. I like this idea of the incognito from Gottmik, you know, and the band-inspired look. Yeah. And then this part of Lawrence Chaney on how do you create a character? Yeah. You have to create a character. Like, right. Really right. create one to where that's an extension of your personality. Right. And kind of the combination was the light bulb and it was like okay that's who Miss Apocalypse is going to be. That makes sense though. And it would really make sense in terms of having an extension of you because if you know, you can only p- act for so long and you can yes. only put on a face for so long, right? Like when all said and done, the makeup comes off at the end of the night 
and mm-hmm. you're still you um whether you're in drag or you're yep. not so like i like that i really i you know i'm, I'm excited to listen and to watch that episode to hear her talk yes. about that um because i do agree it's so true well obviously like i don't have to go as big of a transformation right. as you are to go into drag and you know it's more of an an expression a creative expression for myself because in my day job i'm not creative at all like i mean diff- very different type of creativity um but like it is true though like that person and who you are just has to show and has to be like just the same throughout because if it's not then you're not being true to yourself and then not only that like at some point that you and yourself isn't gonna show in one world or the other now you're gonna just look really fake and like people i mean i guess like i said you guys all know i'm a major bachelor nation girl so um kind of going back to bachelor nation like the contestants and the bachelors and bachelors that we all fall in love with the most are the ones that are most vulnerable and the most that are less fake and the most that are like really this is who we are whether we're on the show or we're off the show and i think that you're totally right like that quote i can't wait to watch it now because i really will be interested to see kind of how that shows and plays through and i think um I think that's just kind of a, a, a distinction in it too, right? Um, I obviously am not trying to go for any kind of comp- competition. I mm-hmm. think that's something that would be interesting that if we can talk to some other queens who have been doing this for a while or yeah. however long, is how much have these competition drag shows, as much as they brought into the mainstream, how much it's kind of messed up the the art of drag because yeah. everyone thinks you're trying to become a rue girl or you're right. trying to go for the top top right, crown right. and for me I have no interest in performing or, yep. or you know not necessarily not that I want to do it but that's not my goal I'm yep. not trying to go for looks I'm not trying to go for that right, fame or right. that crown that's not I have my own job outside yeah. of it it's and true. I think it's interesting though just to I wonder if that's any pressure on on queens who actually do perform if they feel they have to change who they are yes to make to them more marketable in, right, yeah. to change into a rude right, girl right. to meet that brand or how much that competition changes them yes in terms of like what they once believed that they who they are and then now they're like oh maybe i'm not that anymore because rue seeing this side of yes. me or this competition seeing this Could side you- of me or like these these fans essentially yes. or these followers i mean like this is what they see and like i mean it'll be really interesting to kind of see how yes. that all plays out um I'm definitely really interested to see your journey and to kind of continue to see how Apocalypse School grows, um, you know, from episode one till episode God knows how many we're going to do. Hopefully we'll keep it going. Hopefully we'll have more followers and subscribers. We are almost up to 300, you guys, which is so exciting. When are we so going to do our exciting. giveaway? I think Five? we said 500. So 500. we're so close. We're over halfway. We're going to do some giveaways at the 500 mark. Um so keep us keep following keep sharing our content and if you're a queen and you just want to talk and kiki yeah, with us yes, please do kiki with us yes please do we would love to just aside from drag race and covering the seasons that'd be so much fun to just pick your brain and yeah, show off some of your sure. looks we'd love to do a showcase for yeah. some queens that follow us or that we follow absolutely there's so a many lot them. and we do and we really appreciate a lot of love coming from all of our followers um i mean obviously we're gonna have some haters but we haven't so far seen very many thank you um and but like most of all like yeah i mean that's what death drop hot is all about like we just want to celebrate all things we want to celebrate you um and most importantly just 
you know, give a platform for other people that are up and coming and that are starting this journey, just like Miss Apocalypse. Um, And just talk. Let's just kiki. Like, I love it. I hate TikTok. I have no idea what it's all about. (laughs) But I like the less kiki part. So, (laughs) less kiki with us. Um, And if you are wanting to talk a little bit or share your story or share your journey, we're definitely here to listen. And we love it. And we love all things about drag. And so... Um, and even if you're a girl drag, like, yes. come on, help a sister out, come on to our show, let's talk about what inspires you to do girl drag, um, and, or maybe you do, was it girl boy drag, what's that called again? When girl, the girl, feminine drag? No, or? when the girl goes and does, like, becomes a man drag. Being a drag king. Drag king, yes, <laughs> yes, if you're a drag king, we'd love to talk to you too, yes. because that's something that no one talks about really, but super interesting. Super and fun to watch. I think super fun. It's yeah. A refreshing change. Yes. So if you're any of those or you just wanna like Miss Apocalypse says, come kiki with us, um, then hit us up, DM us, um, you know, just message us, um, drop a comment, whatever, just let us know and we'd be happy to reach out to you and maybe we'll get you on an episode mm-hmm. and but yes, 500 is the magic number for us to get do a giveaway. We got lots of goodies, lots of makeup, lots of... We're really trying to build up a couple couple of cool gifts for everyone. Yeah, exactly. Little gift baskets um, and maybe throw in some ramen noodles in there because you got to or some chopsticks um, <laughs> so that you guys can join the fan group. But otherwise, I think until next week, we're super excited that you guys are here again listening to us. I think we've kind of gone a little better with our overall studio um, and hopefully our overall editing. Um, but yeah, thank you for bearing with us. And we will love, love, love to talk to you guys again next week, right? Next week. Okay. Um, follow us on our socials. Like, yes. share, subscribe. Yes communicate talk yeah and just yeah give us some reviews too let us yes. know because we haven't had anyone tell we us anything are, yet we are on apple yes you can confirm we are on apple yes. podcast spotify anchor youtube all of that i think Instagram. Now. Yeah, yeah just look us up <laughs> yeah and we we're, we're trying we're trying we're trying to get some more yes. content out but yes leave us a comment subscribe like us hate us even we've said from day one don't just like us if you hate us shade on us like let us know because we're all about a little bit of everything and so the floodgates are open though yeah they're totally open totally open but until next week thank you guys for tuning in bye from now bye now